0: Any securities or investment products discussed on Talking Money are not insured by the FDIC, are not a deposit or other obligation of or guaranteed by any bank, and are subject to investment risk, including possible loss of principal amount invested. Good morning and welcome to Talking Money. We have a special edition today. We're excited to be at the Greenville Convention Center for the Good News Club Spectacular. As people begin to pour into the convention center today, this is, I believe, the fourth year. Uh, Lisa Urich is with me, the Executive Director of Good News Clubs here in the Upstate. So Lisa, welcome to the microphone. Thank you, Mike. I'm to glad Le- to be here. And the Convention Center. Is this the fourth year for Spectacular? This is the fourth
1: year. Fourth year. Yeah. So
0: we've been uh, broadcasting live for every one of these. So we're proud awesome. to be out here to help uh, generate some interest and let people uh, make them aware yes. that we're even out here. So we're here from 10 to 3 and a lot of exciting things happening. So tell us what's going on inside the doors. There
1: are. Well, the Good News Spectacular is um, sponsored by Child Evangelism Fellowship of Greenville Piedmont Chapter and this is a free family uh, friendly event um, we have all kinds of fun we have um, treats and popcorn and we have huge inflatables and games and a stage with all kinds of acts we have um, healthcare professionals doing screenings right. we have um, a fire safety house and all kinds of trucks to climb on and a train and it's just a lot of fun
0: and it's big so there's, it's there's a lot of room in there so yes, there and is. last year there were how many people that there came were over 5,000 five thousand people, people here so, last but don't year don't let that scare you to no, say it's gonna no, be crowded no, there's plenty yeah. of room plenty of room for everybody uh, and one of my favorite uh, shows that's uh, that's put on I think he's been here every year the critter keeper the critter
1: keeper he's is here cool. today he's yes. pretty cool. Yes. So if you've not Kids seen someone
0: him. yeah and, and scare them. he he pulls out the snakes and starts <laughs> yes, to scare some people and but he has a he does a good job of of teaching the gospel through his through his critters. Right. And that's right. really good.
1: And that's what this whole event is about, yeah. is about teaching the gospel.
0: And so how much does it cost to come?
1: It costs nothing. Wow. Zero. What a deal is that? Yes. So you, you,
0: and I was kidding. So I was on Joey's show yesterday and I uh, was kidding them about you have to bring a, a child with you Joey you can't come by yourself right, right. so I, I, I told him to bring Tommy um, with although him, there are producer. a lot of
1: adults that would like to come <laughs> by themselves you do have to bring a child
0: but I know people bring their their children their grandchildren mm-hmm. and, and have a great time you don't have to stay from 10 to 3 you come for as long as you can right and the lines moving pretty fast yes, as they come is. inside the uh, the main auditorium or Exhibit yes, hall, whatever they call we just opened it here. the doors yeah. a few
1: minutes ago, so people are flowing in well.
0: So if you don't know where the Greenville Convention Center, of course, you can always look at it on your phone, get your GPS. But I think the easiest way is to turn next to Krispy Kreme. Everybody knows where the Krispy Everybody Kreme is Krispy on Kreme Pleasant Kreme is. Drive. So turn next to the Krispy Kreme and come on up. You'll see with the parking, you have a lot of people out there helping you get in the door and show you the way so that you can get in here and then spend as much time as you, as you want. Uh, playing the games, and, yes. and the shows are at specific times, so you'll they know are. when those are. There's when, a uh, schedule posted yeah.
1: around, so you can find those. Right.
0: So we want to talk a little bit, though, about the Good News Clubs in general. So what's the purpose of, I mean, some people don't even understand what that means, good news. What is the good news? So what is a Good News Club? What do they do?
1: Sure. Well, the good news is the gospel of Jesus Christ and the message of salvation. And what our organization does is we hold after-school Bible study clubs in the public schools. Um, We're able to do that as a result of a 2001 um, Supreme Court decision that allows us there. And so we realize that not every child stays after school right and so it's a this, voluntary thing yes, they're, they're, it they get their is. parents
0: permission and so forth yeah
1: right Um, And so this event is an opportunity to just um, open the doors to more children that we might not be able to see in schools. And through several of the things that are happening today, the message of salvation is woven into those activities.
0: So what are some of the things that the kids participate in when they get out of school? Of course, you think they're out of school, they want to go home or they're hungry. So what kinds of things do the kids do at school?
1: I was really amazed um, when I went to my first Good News Club at how many children are in the school. Building after school right. these days, it's yeah. it's changed a lot since my children were there. Mm. There are tons of children that stay in the Their school. parents work, so they stay they there do. anyway. There so there are yeah. multiple activities, and so um, Good News Club is just one of those.
0: Well, it's a great outreach, and my wife used to head up the one at Mitchell Road Elementary School mm-hmm. there on Mitchell Road, and and it was interesting. She had several kids come up to her, and she would ask them something about like where they went to church or so forth, and she got the response amazingly enough that said this is my church This is my church.
1: You know, even right here in the Bible Belt, Mike, the statistics of regular church attendees has really, really dropped. And so we know that for many children, um, Good News Club is their church, and they so look forward to being there every day with like-minded peers.
0: So they do. They have uh, some snacks. So they are a little hungry. So they get a snack and they they do some. What else do they do? They get a
1: snack. They do memory verses, and so they can earn points and prizes if they um, learn their memory verses each week. Um, they then go in and they do songs with hand motions. We play lots of games and the they videos. Their videos, yes, music videos. Every, yes, yeah. And um, and then they have a Bible lesson each week, and um, and so they love it. We we have kids run up all the time and say, "I love Good News Club. It's my favorite day of the week."
0: They would miss it. And, I, and I, for those of you who are listening, who may have not participated in the past so this can also be a call to action so if you are not volunteering in these schools and you're wondering how you can play a part in something that's bigger than yourself you know, Check with your church and see what good news club they may be sponsoring already that you may not even know they're sponsoring.
1: That's a great point. Um, this ministry is built on volunteers. volunteers. We have yeah. very few staff. We are in 92 schools, and we have about 130 clubs right now every week. Wow. Um, and those are conducted by volunteers. Yeah. And so we're always in need of volunteers who want to share the gospel with kids. Sure.
0: And and it's it, you hear people talking, even in churches, they have all this emphasis on, the foreign missions and we have this big missions conference and so forth and and we're going to send people out to the ends of the earth to to witness to people and share the gospel when they can do it right here in their backyard or they don't do it in their backyard. You know
1: we see more and more churches really focusing on community missions and neighborhood missions we are in the public schools we Uh are in 96% of the public schools in Greenville Pickens, Oconee and Anderson counties Uh and so there's a huge mission field there just waiting for volunteers
0: So what's the statistic, I know you've Got this was memorized for the number of children who are, are uh, come to Christ. Before age, what, 21 or something? There's there's a high percentage of It people. is
1: about um, somewhere between 70 and 85 percent of um, believers make that decision before the age of 14. There's
0: 14. And yeah.
1: after that, the statistics show that it drops yeah. drastically. And so that George Barna did that research. But um, there is really a small window of time where people are just more open to accepting the gospel.
0: Yeah. So... The importance of reaching these children while they're in their formative years and they're trying to figure out who they are and what's going on in the world and why it's going on like it is. That that this is a great opportunity to uh, allow them to get exposure to the gospel. But they have to have volunteers. So so how do they contact you guys to they want to volunteer? Contact their church, but they can also their their church may not have one. They can
1: call our office at any time. Okay. Um, We are like I said, Child Evangelism Fellowship, the Greenville Piedmont Chapter. We're in located in Taylor's, right next to Taylor's First Baptist Church. They can stop by the office, they can call us, email us, and uh, we'll figure out a way.
0: All right, so once again, we're here at the Greenville Convention Center live, broadcasting live. Love to meet you if you come in and uh, just wave or do something else. We'll be glad to, to uh, say hi. Come over and shake my hand if you want to. I can do two things at once. I can do th- those two things at once. You're
1: a multitasker. So
0: we can come in. Yeah, for a guy, that's pretty good. So, uh, But you come in the Convention Center from 10 to 3 a lot of games for the kids to play they'll have a blast so if you're thinking about something to do with your grandkids today Mm -hmm. or your children Today's the day. It's a beautiful day. It's a little chilly, it is, but it's not but it's chilly. chilly in here. It's
1: not chilly in yeah. here. There's lots to do. There's fun things. There's snacks, games. Come on out. We would love to have you here.
0: And once again, the cost is? Zero. zero. It is free so, to so everybody. What so kind of, of deal is out. that? All right. So uh, thank you for listening, but uh, listening now in your car on your way over the Greenville Convention yes. Center so that you can join us in this uh, big that's going to be here from 10 to 3 today. Thank you for joining me, Lisa.
1: Thank you, Mike. Okay, we we'll be right
0: back it. with more of Talking Money after these messages. This is Certified Financial Planner Professional Mike Miller, your host for Talking Money. I'm pleased to have Ronald Blue Trust sponsor Talking Money to help educate listeners about financial planning so you have the information needed to help you make more informed and hopefully better decisions. When a Ronald Blue Trust advisor meets with prospective clients, their goal is to determine if any of our services are a good fit for them. They don't sell any products like annuities or life insurance, and as a fiduciary, work to serve your best interest. Perhaps you just need a financial physical from the Everyday Steward Division without any ongoing monitoring, or you're about to retire and need to work with the Private Wealth Division to map out a financial path and then help implement and continuously monitor that plan. Ronald Blue Trust advisors act like your quarterback, coordinating the advice you receive from your accountant, your state attorney, life insurance agent, and in some instances, Even your investment advisor. You can learn more about Ronald Blue Trust at ronblue.com, send an email to greenville at ronblue.com, or call the Greenville office at 800 588 7526 or 864 233 7405. Now back to talking money. And welcome back to Talking Money. This is certified financial planner Mike Miller, your host for today At every Saturday at 10 o'clock. but We're doing something special today. We're at the Greenville Convention Center where the Good News Club is hosting their spectacular fourth year they've done this. It's a free event. goes from 10 to 3. So we encourage you to come on down. Love to meet you as you come in. Make sure you give us a, a little wave or come over and get a quick handshake, something. We'd love to love to see you while you're here. But today we're talking about a specific topic that has to do with kids. And the younger the kids are, the better to start this kind of program. So Ryan White is with me all the way from the big city of Charlotte, although they're thinking about us being, uh, I think they call us maybe the Charlanta because we're right between Charlotte, right. Charlotte and <laughs> Atlanta. Uh, so he's an expert on the education program in South Carolina called the Future Scholar 529 Plan. And so I've uh, seen Ryan a number of times and, and uh, threatened to get him on. Now he's, he's actually with, he and his family came down for the, who knows? The day or the weekend? Maybe we get you. Yeah, done make it a weekend. weekend of it. Yeah, do that. Uh, wife went to Furman, so she's uh, familiar with the area as well. But the 529 plan can be a very confusing um, thing that people. I mean, we hear ads with the treasurer uh, trying to tout it and so forth. But it, it's it's a very uh, good way to save for college and now for some pre-college expenses that uh, I think are great. So so let's go ahead and give an idea of for a basis, what's the 529 plan, what's it for, how does it work, and we could talk all day about this. I know you could, but.
2: Right, right. Well, you know, in, in financial services, we have this very creative way of naming things based on yeah. their section of the tax code. Right, yeah. who thought of that? Right, <laughs> right, 529s are no right. exception. Um, of course, they are named for section 529 of the Internal Revenue Code. Right. They offer uh, explicit benefits for saving, uh, saving and investing for the cost of specifically education. So a lot of different vehicles get used for that purpose, but 529s are really the only thing that was ever put into place uh, specifically designed for that. There's two different types of 529s. Um, if you've lived in South Carolina for a while, you may remember the remnants of the uh, SC prepaid program. Right. That's uh, not used too much anymore. Used, it's actually closed. You okay. can't open accounts in that program anymore. It definitely not. What replaced it, of course, is Future Scholar. Future Scholar is the only 529 plan offered in the state of South Carolina. And it offers, again, specific benefits for saving and investing for the cost of what used to be only college education. Yeah. Um, now it's been expanded to include some other opportunities Which as well. Which was huge. I mean, to get um, to prepaid. The post-secondary,
0: elementary, K-12. through I mean, people didn't used to have a way except for the old education savings account, which right. you'd only put in a couple thousand dollars and you could use right. that for that. But this
2: is much, much better, much broader, and you could put more money into it. Exactly. Yeah, the last couple of years have been really great for 529 plans. So in 2017, uh, we had the passage of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act which opened up 529s for the first time for K through 12 expenses. Um, You can use $10,000 a year to pay for tuition at public, private, or religious K through 12 institutions. And then more recently, with the passage of the Secure Act, you can now use uh, money in a 529 plan to pay for registered apprenticeship programs mm-hmm. and the repayment of student and loans, loans right? up yeah. to $10,000. So there again, the trajectory of 529s is really headed in the right direction.
0: Is that 10000 per year or just 10000 one time for that particular loan? I never S- saw that. So it's, it's a same.
2: lifetime maximum oh, okay. for the individual, so, so whether 10, you do 000. it in one payment okay. or in multiple payments. Annual would have been nice. Yeah. Annual would have been nice. We'll see if we get there. Yeah. I can't tell you how many people have
0: asked me that question over the years is, can I use it to pay off my my debt? And then we'd have to say, no, you can't do that, which was really a shame. Cause they just didn't happen to have the money while they were there. Now they've got it. And right. They, they had to pay that loan back. And so it, it, even though it's only $10,000, and as we know, a lot of these, and what the 529 plan is designed for is to help keep you
2: from having to get those big loans, some people have some big loans out there. Exactly, but it is it is a nice, impactful benefit. When you think about in 2019, the average undergraduate student borrower um, graduated with about $20,000 in student loan debt. So okay. when you consider a $10,000 eligible repayment of that debt, that's a sizable portion. Yeah, that is. Alright, so let's talk about the mechanics of it a little bit. Why would somebody want to put their money into
0: 529 plan instead of a custodial account or something, or just save it themselves? What, what are the advantages of doing a, five, a contribution to a 529 plan?
2: Yeah, so there's really um, four advantages in my opinion. So first and foremost, Uh, 529 plans are significantly tax-advantaged. The second reason, of course, is they provide flexibility, and the third reason would be the control that they give to the account owner. And then lastly, one of the little-known things about 529s is that they actually offer very unique gifting and estate tax treatment as well. Right. right. So it makes it not only attractive for certainly parents with very young children, but also grandparents and people that might be in that legacy planning phase of their life uh, that really want to impact that next yeah. generation and right now that's not
0: as big of a deal with the exemption so high but it's still it's still there and it may come back in right. 2025 who exactly. knows what will happen there but uh, the the 529 itself uh, just from personal experience to, to maybe help ease some people's minds so when I set mine up uh, I just go online right and I go to the account that it's for and it asks me different kind of uh, things that I want to do Do you want to add money to the account do I want to take money out of the account you know what do I want to do that's Mainly the two things I did with it. So those right. are the two things I paid attention to. But it's very easy. It's it's linked to my bank account, yep. and it just seamlessly goes between the two. And it's it's
2: easy. Exactly. And for South Carolina residents, uh, we make it very easy. You can you have two ways to participate. So as you said, you can go to the website, which is futurescholar.com. You can answer a few questions, put in some information, open your account online, and it's really no different than an online banking type of experience. Um, if you want a little bit more guidance, there is an advisor sold a 529 plan that is eligible to be used with most financial advisors in the state and that really gives people the opportunity to ask questions uh, specifically around uh, investment advice and get a little bit more guidance when using their account yeah so uh, with the the South Carolina because you deal with in North Carolina as well so you've got the uh, the tax deduction in South Carolina that you don't have in even your home state exactly so um, you know Future Scholar offers All of the benefits of Section 529, which is, of course, tax deferred growth of your contributions. And, of course, you know, us in the investment profession kind of joke tax deferred growth is, you know, the best thing since sliced bread in the investment world. Um, And you get tax free distributions if you use those um, monies to pay for those uh, qualified education expenses, which we'll talk about. But in addition, if you live in South Carolina or you earn your income in South Carolina and are therefore um, required to file a South Carolina tax return, Every single dollar that you contribute to Future Scholar reduces your taxable income. It is a dollar for dollar deduction in South Carolina. We are one of only four states that has it. Um, most states have a relatively low cap on the amount of money right. that you can deduct, right. so it's a it's really great arranged. benefit for yeah. South Carolina residents, and it can be very impactful. Um, you know, come April fifteenth. Well, sure. That's when, it, and and you can actually make that. You can still make that contribution this year for last year. Exactly. So we have the the ability to make contributions until the tax filing deadline and claim it for the prior year. Yeah, and that's like an IRA and and a health savings account, those things you have until April
0: 15th uh, or whatever the tax filing deadline is that year to make it for the previous year. So, it's not too late to make it for
2: for last year. Absolutely not. If you haven't filed your return yet, you still have the opportunity. Yeah. Um, You know, check out the website, futurescholar.com. You can open your account today and you'll be off and running. So, I have a a new grandson, as I was bragging about earlier. So, now I've got three. So, I
0: can still make contributions for all of them for last year if I want to, and then make another one for this year. Absolutely. And with the market down this week, what a great time to start making your contributions. Might not be a bad time. (laughs) There's a time to do it. So, actually, it's, it's. one of those things that you uh, really like to see, I had a client text me, actually it was late Tuesday, uh, Thursday night, and said, I'm working on my taxes, or or he wasn't working on them, I I imagine his preparer was, and they said, I can make this sub-contribution. Should I go ahead and make that contribution so I can get in when when things are down like that? I said, absolutely. You don't know if things are gonna keep going down more, but you know, this is on sale. So we've got a a correction, a 10% downturn. Absolutely. Wow, wow, what a great time to buy into it. You You don't panic and get out and try to do something, I think, which was hazardous to your financial life, by taking it out now because you're so nervous about it and then putting it into an, an annuity or a CD something that's that's fixed and it doesn't give you the opportunity to regain it because you've got it you've got it out of the market now you can't re- regain it so I've told people over the years on talking money and I'll remind you again since we just came off this this uh, a big market volatility week down volatility we don't mind the up volatility is that down volatility right. we have problems with uh, is that if you're the kind that's going to invest in the markets or invest in something like even real estate, although you don't see the volatility in real estate, it's there, you just don't see it. And, and then when the market goes down 5, 10, 15, 20, whatever your number is that makes you uncomfortable, and when it gets that far, you say, I can't take it anymore. I've got to get out. I, I, I just can't take it anymore. Well, then you
2: should have never bought to begin with. True, and and one thing I would say um, to that as well, is one of the great things about Future Scholar is we really have, Uh, investment options that accommodate all different risk appetites. There's some safe stuff in there. Exactly. We have everything from um, the S&P 500 index, which allows you exposure to the general uh, large-cap stock market in the United States. We also have very conservative options, and even including an FDIC-insured bank account option within the plan. So Some of you out there, you may be saying, hey, look, I'm not really interested in investing. I just want to put this money away. I know that I'm going to be using it for a specific purpose. Get access to my state tax deduction, Um, so there's options available in the program that can be great for those types of uh, investors as well.
0: And we get back to the break, so we'll talk some more about how the 529 may affect your FAFSA form and your applying for uh, student aid grants, scholarships, that kind of thing. because That's important. I also want to talk about what if you're a grandparent and want to do something for a grandchild. I asked you that question earlier. I said, I'm going to ask you this question today because it fits my situation. Yeah, and absolutely. I know a lot of other people's situations as well, so we definitely want to cover that. But uh, just as a reminder, we're out here at the Greenville Convention Center, formerly the TD Center. And I'm trying to remember what it was before that. Uh, it depends on who wants to pay the money, I guess. So the Greenville Convention Center Live today, doing a, a live broadcast of Talking Money here in the lobby of the Greenville Convention Center. So a lot of people coming in to the Good News Club Spectacular today. So coming between 10 and 3 o'clock today. So we'd love to have you come visit and say hello as you walk by the uh, our table out in the lobby. So we'd love to say hi to you, meet you, and uh, as you go in to, to have fun on your um, on your day with the Good News Club Spectacular. So we'll be right back with the second half of Talking Money in just a few minutes. Blue Trust is pleased to sponsor Talking Money. Ron Blue Trust has four distinct divisions that work with clients across the wealth spectrum: Private Wealth, Everyday Steward, Family Office, and the Professional Athlete Division. The company's largest division, Private Wealth, is designed to provide financial guidance for clients with an investable net worth of $1 million or higher. Private Wealth advisors can provide advice in many areas including managing cash flow, Growing assets while decreasing debt, overseeing investment portfolios, developing tax-efficient estate and strategic giving plans, and utilizing trust services if needed, all with the big picture in view. The Private Wealth Division has 14 branch offices across the United States, including Greenville. For more information on Ronald Blue Trust branch offices and the advisors serving there, please visit www.ronblue.com. Now back to Talking Money. And we are back live with Talking Money coming up at about 25 before the hour here on a beautiful Saturday morning in Greenville, South Carolina. We're at the Greenville Convention Center, where we are in the lobby of that convention center, waiting for all these, looking at all these people coming into the Good News Club Spectacular. So we've got a big exhibit hall in here full of games and shows and food. This is all kind of things, and the best thing about it is... It's free, so it doesn't cost you a thing. So we have plenty of sponsors that have sponsored this to make sure that everyone that that can get here. Uh, can come and enjoy this this day. But today, while we're while we're trying to uh, get some good publicity for the Good News Clubs and the Spectacular, we're talking about education and the 529 plans that are available to those residents of South Carolina and the Future Scholar Plan to do that. So w- there's some other information we want to cover, but if you have a question about education, we want to open the phone lines up for you, 877-235-9405, 877 877-235- 235 9405 is a phone line. I'm not going to open the text line because I don't have the equipment here to, to read the text, so I can't see that. So you'll call and Paul will get you in the queue. He'll let me know you're on and we'll we'll uh, tie you right in so we can uh, listen to your question. A lot of questions about 529 plans because it can be confusing and we're going to try to cover some of those those uh, confusing parts here in just a minute. Ryan Wright is with me with the Columbia Threadneedle who uh, administers the South Carolina Future Scholar plan for the state of South Carolina and so he's my resident expert came down from Charlotte North Carolina so welcome once again Ryan yeah thanks for for coming yeah happy to be here so this is uh, this is great for you to come down so we've we've talked about some of the basics of 529 plan so so what are some of the things people always wonder what kinds of things can I spend the 529 plan on can I can I buy my my son a new car and from the 529 plan can I do that that's for education right
2: Right, right. Yeah, right. (laughs) So there are quite a few um, ways to use dollars from your 529 plan, completely tax-free. And one of the things I always like to point out is, of course, when you're investing in the future scholar plan, that is the South Carolina 529 plan. Um, All 529 plans are state-specific, but you can use those dollars to pay for education in-state or out-of-state, public or private. So a lot of people have a preconceived notion that if I invest in this program, it's a state program. I'm going to be limited to South Carolina public universities. There's some great public universities in South Carolina, but you're not limited to those institutions. So in-state, out-of-state, public, private, um, two-year and four-year colleges as well. Most community colleges and technical schools are also qualified. There's about 600 international universities and specialty schools as well. So think of things like culinary school even often qualify for the use of five twenty-nine dollars And in terms of higher education, you can use 529 plans to pay for practically anything that's required for attendance okay. and also inclusive of room and board so you think about the obvious ones like tuition tuition and fees, and fees that's yeah but expect that on-campus yeah. housing and even off-campus housing up to the cost of living in a dormitory a lot of people don't don't know that yes i use mine my son was at clemson he was in an apartment outside
0: we were able to use some of that uh, Absolutely, that, and a lot of yeah. schools
2: don't have enough dorm space to house their entire student right, population right. at this point. A lot of In Clemson um, would be one of those. Right, a <laughs> lot of uh, especially juniors and seniors are encouraged to move off campus. So, you know, don't think that oh, my student's going to move off campus. I'm not going to be able to use my 529 plan. Mm-hmm. You certainly still can. Computers were made a permanent qualified expense, as, long, uh, as well as software, access to the internet, and other things okay. required for attendance. So, uh, no car, huh? Transportation, unfortunately, is, is not part of it. What about computers? Computers, yep, you can absolutely use your 529 to pay for a computer, almost every school requires it. Again, software, um, access to the internet as long okay. as it's re- um, primarily used by the student. And of course, you know, all of this is for, for higher education. As I mentioned previously, a couple of years ago with the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, for the first time ever, when that law passed, it opened up 529s to be able to be used for K through 12 tuition Mm -hmm. um, at public, private, or religious um, elementary and secondary institutions. So you think about kindergarten through 12th grade, if you're paying for private school, $10,000 a year per student can be taken out tax-free from a 529, pay for that tuition expense. What if I don't have $10,000
0: in my 529 account, but I've got to still make this tuition payment? Do I have a way around that?
2: Well, so in South Carolina, there again, your contributions qualify for a state income tax deduction. Um, certainly you can contribute to the 529 plan. Um, if you turn around within uh, you know, a month or so and use those dollars to pay for education, that's a qualified expense. Yep. Uh, we don't have a time limit on the amount of time that dollars have to be invested in the program. Uh, We do have a 10 day sort of clearing limitation, so you may not be able to do a distribution from, you know, 10 days of of making that contribution, but outside of that, um, it's a very flexible arrangement. Yes, and I even did some of that,
0: just there again, as I mentioned earlier before our last break, with my own personal 529 plan, it was very easy because it's linked to my bank. So I can just take money from the bank, stick it right in there, and then you know, wait an appropriate amount of time and then just take it right back out and put it in the bank account, and, and uh, voila.
2: I still get my tax deduction. Right, absolutely, and of course, you know, we would encourage everyone to take advantage of the five twenty nine for as long as possible. Right, you know, you one wanna, of the biggest yeah. benefits yeah. Is, is certainly the tax deferred growth right. opportunity. But with this K through twelve benefit, that's now you know sort of new and exciting still for everybody. Um, we can accommodate all different types of uh, what I would call account behavior in order to make yeah. the account work for you.
0: Yeah. So if you're especially if your children are less than our grandchildren are less than uh, five or ten years old, I mean that gives them a good. 15, maybe 20 years of deferral, because you got to keep in mind some people f- don't think about this, but they think, okay, well, my child's uh, 15, so that they're they're going to go in to school in in three years or so. I don't have time for to build any tax free free benefit, but you don't have to use all that money the first year. You have so the the last year, so you have maybe up to seven years for that tax deferral to work for you.
2: Right, absolutely, and you can have more than one investment option chosen in your account. So in many cases, we've seen um, folks that are paying for both private school tuition and are also planning for the cost of higher education, might be using one investment portfolio to plan for that college expense, might be using a more conservative option uh, for any money that they're gonna use in the short term. So how many, how many beneficiaries can you have in a 529 plan or are, are each? So if you have uh, three children, do each of them have their own 529 account? What's the logistics of that? Right, so when you open up a 529, you have to put two names on it. Uh, the first name is the account owner. Uh, that's oftentimes the parent or the grandparent. The second name is what we call the designated beneficiary. Now, beneficiary, of course, sounds kind of like a life insurance term. Or an IRA or something. Right. Right. Before a 529, it really is sort of the future college student, maybe, or or my expected student. So oftentimes, this is a child. Um, Again, both of those names are required. However, that beneficiary is completely revocable. So you can change the beneficiary as the account owner as often as needed without any tax cost, penalty, or fee, as long as you change it to someone who is a member of the family. And that, of course, includes um, obviously siblings, also includes uh, blended families like step-siblings, and goes out as far as like aunts, uncles, and cousins. So it's a very broad umbrella that really makes managing the 529 um, quite easy. And, of course, when you have this conversation, the question that everybody loves to ask is, well, you know, the 529 sounds great, but what happens if my student doesn't go, to, go college? to school what
0: if they don't go to school i've wasted all that money It's there what am i going to do with right it? Uh, right
2: and of course the first thing to understand is that the money in the account belongs to the account owner so you do even though you name a child a lot of people think oh if my child's name is on some type of account it means that once i contribute to it it's theirs right. and in many cases, that may be true. When you think about um, UGMA and UTMA accounts that used to be popular, what happens when that child turns, you know, 18, 18 or 21? 21. Yeah. Um, you, that money's That's gone. That's where the new car comes in. You got to you know? hope that they, you know, want to use it for for what you plan for. You don't have that problem with a 529. And in fact, the account owner has uh, much more control. Now, you know, when people ask the question, "Well, what if they don't go to college?" The first yeah. thing I like to say is, "Well, what if they do?" Because the reality is. <laughs> Um, according to the National Center for Education Statistics, uh-huh. over two-thirds of the high school seniors that graduate this May or June will be enrolled in some type of higher education the very following semester. Two-thirds. Over two-thirds. Even if it's only last for one semester. Exactly. <laughs> two, or two so, months. So mm-hmm. the first The important thing to keep in mind is, you know, plan for what's more likely to happen and not for the the less likely event. But in the event that they don't go to school, the account owner has a lot of options. So I mentioned earlier, you can change the beneficiary. You can do that as often as needed. Uh, The second thing, of course, is wait. You're getting tax-deferred compounded investment growth. There's no time limit, no income limit, no age limit, and no required minimum distributions from 529 plans. So you're never going to be forced to take the money out. Of course, last but certainly not least, you want to use the money for something else. Maybe they uh, got a scholarship, or maybe you just decide that college isn't for them. Um, you need to you know, replace your air conditioner at your house or something like that. <laughs> you can always use the money in your 529 for something not for education. It's a non-qualified distribution. In that case, you pay taxes on the growth.
0: Yeah. Worst case is you right. pay, no you pay penalty, taxes No penalty, on the growth. I don't think. Is there, is there a No penalty? penalty for a scholarship. Right. Right. If there's no if penalty
2: waiver applicable, then you would pay a 10% penalty. Okay. But again, like it's only on the earnings. Right. So you're never going to be taxed or penalized on the contributions that you make to the yeah. account.
0: So you can look at uh, that maybe the the tax on the earnings was about what
2: you got for your tax deduction when you put it in there. It right, it exactly. Getting it exactly. Packed. Well and, and there again, it's it's um it's important to understand that, you know, in all likelihood, whoever you're saving for is gonna pursue some type of after high school education, right. whether it be community college, technical right. school, now, uh, you know, as I mentioned earlier, registered apprenticeships are a qualified expense. So, yeah, any great. apprenticeship that's registered that's with great. the Department of Labor. So, you think about trades and things that were um, harder to find money to pay for, those are now qualified for 529
0: funds. So, before we go to the break, so if we have a child that doesn't go to school, maybe didn't get a scholarship, and you still want to use it for education, you wait till that child gets married, has kids, and then you can name that grandchild child as a beneficiary. Right, you can change the yeah. beneficiary. Yeah. And um, then you got another 20 years of tax-deferred growth. Exactly. Exactly. So what a way to go. Okay, so we're going to talk some more about that and the ownerships and, and how that affects uh, applying for scholarships and things like that. We'll cover that after the break and we'll have enough time to do that. But we're live here at the uh, Greenville Convention Center for the Good News Club Spectacular here from 10 to 3 today. So we hope you join us for this free activity. A lot of great fun things for the kids to do. So we hope you can join us at the Greenville Convention Center sometime today. Well, I'll be leaving around 11 o'clock, but so try to get here quickly if you want to say hi. We'd love to have you do that. But we're talking 529s with Ryan White. We'll be right back after these messages. This is Certified Financial Planner Professional Mike Miller, your host for Talking Money. I am pleased to have Ronald Blue Trust as the sponsor of Talking Money. As a trust company with clients in all 50 states, Ronald Blue Trust can serve as trustee, backup trustee, or even personal representative, what we used to call the executor or executrix. This can be a valuable service, especially if you'd like to pass on your values and not just your valuables to your heirs. Your heirs will probably have one of two perspectives – Either they will say something like, what am I going to inherit, which is usually the common uh, perspective, or they will ask, what is going to be entrusted to me? What talents will I be responsible to manage? Tim Kimmel, director of Family Matters, said it well. Quote, you can't leave character to your trust account. You can't write your values into the will. You can't bank traits like courage, honesty and compassion in a safe deposit box. What we need is a plan a long-term strategy to convey our convictions to the next generation, unquote. Estate and trust planning are about much more than saving taxes or simply making sure your assets get transferred efficiently to your children. You can find out more about Ronald Blue Trust at ronblue.com, send an email to greenville at ronblue.com, or call the Greenville office at 864-233-7405 or 1-800-588-PLAN. That's one 800 588 Seven five two six. Now, back to Talking Money. And we just got a few minutes here left on Talking Money here this morning at the Good News Club Spectacular at the Greenville Convention Center. If you didn't have an opportunity to call and ask your question, it's too late. So you can go to TalkingMoneyRadio.com. TalkingMoneyRadio.com. Will you hear a replay of this, we'll post it probably on Wednesdays. You can go hear this one or any of the other programs that we've done over the years on different topics. And you can also ask a question. So if you didn't get your questions or you were too bashful to to call in to ask your question, you can always go to TalkingMoneyRadio.com, and there's a place there to submit a question. So we've got a few minutes left here with Ryan White, our product specialist for the Future Scholar Plan for South Carolina's 529. Uh, so one of the questions I wanted to make sure we got in here was okay. So assuming you uh, have a grandchild, so is it better to to give um, own the account yourself and have the child as a benefit, grandchild as a beneficiary, or should you make a gift to your child and have them make the contribution to the 529 plan and have their child? their child as the beneficiary.
2: Yeah, yeah, and and really what you're getting at is sort of, you know, what's the impact of a 529 account on financial aid? Right. And, you know, it's important to understand, obviously college is expensive. Um, Even people that save, financial aid is still, you know, very much a reality. In in, in many instances, it's not um, possible for families to Pay for the entire cost of college themselves without piecing uh, money together from several sources, Um, and when you look at you know sort of the usage of 529s across the country, only about 30% of self-identified college planners are using 529 plans for money that they are identifying as as money for education. Really, and one of the reasons that we in the industry think that that is is because people have a bit of a a mis understanding of how financial aid is awarded right. and it's yeah. really important to understand there's really only two types of financial aid. There's the, the type that you get based on merit which really has nothing to do with your ability to right. pay. You either make financial. good trades right. or you're a great musician or ath- right. athlete. Right. The rest is needs based. And when you talk about needs-based aid and you mentioned the FAFSA form, that really is nothing but a math problem. They take the right. cost of the institution, they do a calculation based on some answers to some questions to determine what you're expected to pay based on right. your financial situation. Right. The difference makes up your need and that's what they build financial aid packages out of. It's important to understand a lot of that money is not free money. So a lot of people hear financial aid, they think scholarships and grants. In reality, financial aid largely consists of student loans in, in many cases. You have to pay it back, right? Still, if you need financial aid, you need it. But a lot of people are afraid to invest, especially in a 529 plan, which names the student, because they think, oh, it's going to hurt my chances of getting a, a financial aid award. And the reality is that that calculation is based a lot more on how much money you make than how much money you have. So no one wants to think, oh, I'm going to go out and get a lower paying job. But for financial aid purposes, that would actually be more beneficial than not saving. What's really great about a 529 is even though I get tax deferred growth, I get tax free distributions for education, and in South Carolina, I get a state tax deduction. Right. In addition, yeah. The federal government, the the financial aid folks, they don't look at your 529 any different than they look at your regular savings account. So. Certainly, what I would say is... So that doesn't matter as the, as the child
0: trying to file and, and see if they qualify for anything, it doesn't matter whether it's the,
2: the owner is the parent or the grandparent? So if it's owned by a parent, the account is evaluated only up to basically 5.5%. Five yeah. So 5. 5.62, is that right? 5.62, okay. you're exactly right. right. Okay. Um, if it's owned by a grandparent, it's actually not counted at all until distributions are taken. Once distributions are taken, it's looked at as basically additional income for the student, but that doesn't impact financial aid awards until two years down the road. So it really depends on how much money you have in your 529, where are you going to school, what's the price tag of that, You may decide that I'm not going to take money out of my 529 if it's owned by a grandparent, maybe until they're a junior. You know, I'll get my financial aid packages early on. Everybody's situation is different, but, again, lots of flexibility, lots of control. Uh, Wow,
0: that's great. So there's a lot of information about this, but it's nice to, to have that option that you can put money in something like that and get a tax deduction from the South Carolina uh, tax commission and uh, and then also have this tax deferral and then help pay for the college education and, and the longer you have the better because you have Absolutely. That, that tax deferral advantage. Certainly. Yeah. Okay, any other quick thoughts that, uh, that we didn't mention that you think the listeners have to know before I get Lisa back on here to talk about uh, Good News Club?
2: I think the thing to know is, um, you know, 529s are the smart way to save for college. You might be saving in a different way. Consider the 529 plan, a lot of benefits and, and certainly, again, if you live in South Carolina, Really great upfront benefit every year when you file that tax return. So it was, it was nice to hear you say, uh, being a UNC Chapel
0: Hill graduate, that there were some quality edu- uh, higher education places in South Carolina. I don't know how hard that was for you to say that. But
2: you know, at this <laughs> point, um, you know, I, I um, I've come to know and love many beyond of those that. universities. <laughs> You're so. beyond that. Okay. Well,
0: thank you very much, Ryan. Appreciate you joining me today Absolutely. for Thanks this for uh, very valuable me. information. If you didn't uh, get a chance to to get in here to listen to it Uh, you can always listen to TalkingMoneyRadio.com And that'll take you right to the website where these shows are listed. You go to the radio show at the top, and that'll take you right to the recordings. And you can find this one. It probably won't be posted until Wednesday or Thursday. Angelo just had a a new baby, so it may take a little longer to get it posted. But uh, somebody will get that posted, and we'll get it posted on that website. So we're here live at the Greenville Convention Center at the Good News Club Spectacular. We're here from, I'm just here from 10 to 11, so I'm just here live for a few more minutes. But we'd love to have you come by to to visit and enjoy all the fun and games and shows that are going on uh, Lisa Yurick is the Executive Director of Good News Club. We talked a little bit at the top of the uh, program on what's going on here. So we want to wrap up here the last couple minutes we have and just give everybody another recap of what's going on. So thanks for coming back. Thanks go. for having
1: me and thanks you got for a lot being going on. here today. We do have a lot going you, on.
0: You do yourself. I, I, I sure <laughs> Keeping do. Keeping up I'm, with all this. I'm
1: glad that I have a voice still, so it's good oh, okay. that it's this hour. Yeah. Um, we have a steady flow of folks coming in the door. Um, this event is free to the public. We don't let adults in without children, and we don't let children in without adults. <laughs> it works um, both ways. But yes. if there are some children in your life, please come out to the Greenville Convention Center today. We have got this spectacular event going on. It is free, if I didn't say that already. Yeah. We have um, a city of inflatable insi- inflatables inside. Um, we have a number of vendors that are doing healthcare screenings and games and fun. Magicians we have a magician magicians. In there. We have a stage with Critter Keeper. Um, we My have favorite. A, we yeah. have a dance troupe. <laughs> we have all kinds of shows going on throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, we're here from 10 to 3. There's snacks. Um, there's just loads to do. There's bracelets to make and face painting, and um, we just hope you'll come out.
0: Face painting too, huh? Is face
1: that, painting, yes.
0: Maybe I need some of that. So, um, yeah, no I, comment. I don't Mike. have to worry about that on the radio. So <laughs> that's what everybody says. You have a face for radio. So. Um, the health screening, you said there's some of that going on. What kind of health screening is going on?
1: There is. There is, um, is it, Mille- eyes and? Uh, Mille- I, I, I can't tell you all of them because okay. I wasn't that in many. charge of the vendors. Okay, but a lot of um, them. But there are. And okay. so there's, there's services as well as games and fun things to do.
0: And the fire truck?
1: The fire truck, yes. And there is the fire safety house. Um, and lots of big things to climb on. Um, the inflatables are incredible. Have you seen them?
0: No, I haven't gotten in there yet. To I see haven't that. gotten to I've play. Seen I usually years. don't
1: get to play, um, but I may have to sneak it in at some point today.
0: Is there an age uh, limit? Like, uh, if your child is over what, ten or twelve or something, they they probably won't enjoy it, or it's, it's more for the younger kids, right? I, I,
1: I don't know. I see a lot of adults that are um, really enjoying it. We um, we are looking primarily for kids ages. Yeah. Um, four to twelve but all kids are welcome so as good, long as they're with a the family
0: the good news clubs that are in virtually every Greenville County school just, uh, about, just yes. about every one of them so what age what grades are, are uh, participating in that
1: so that is um, K-4, K-4 through 5th grade. Fifth grade. Right, and so we are also in, we're in Greenville County. We're also in Anderson, Pickens and Oconee County schools as well. We yep. cover all of those. Um, and so, so far this year in Good News Club, we've seen over 8,000 children. And typically by the end of a school wow. year, we'll, we'll see 10,000 children in Good News Clubs, but not all children can stay after school. We realize every situation is different. <laughs> And so this um, event today is an opportunity to just invite more families and children in um, so that we can share the the gospel yeah. with them
0: and make you aware of it. So that's the the purpose of Good News Clubs during the year, and also some of the summer events, I guess that go yes. on. Yes,
1: we have um, a couple of programs in the summer. One is five day clubs, and that's kind of like a backyard Bible study. Um, we do it at daycare centers, churches, and even in some people's backyards. Right. Yeah. Um, I heard of that. And that yeah. program is done by local teens and college students, and so we train them and they go out and conduct clubs all summer. Great, great program.
0: So it's a year-round thing, and yes. and of course contributions are, are needed to help keep it. Uh, there's a absolutely yeah, so We are
1: we are uh, this event is free to everybody, and so um, we are always looking for support. We are a nonprofit ministry, and we use volunteers. If it weren't for volunteers, we could not do this ministry.
0: So CEFGreenville.com is where you can get more yes. information. Yes. I'm, I'm saying I've got just a few seconds left here, but thanks for coming, Lisa. We're thanks, glad to Mike. be here to help promote. Come out to Greenville Convention Center today between 10 and 3 and enjoy the good news club
1: spectacular have a great weekend we'll see you next week for more talking money